You're listening to Cowboy Shit with Ted and Wacy. Hello, welcome to Cowboy Shit After Dark. I'm your host, Wacy Anderson, joined by my friend Ted Stove, and this is uh, episode 132 of Cowboy Shit. We've just crossed the American border and on our way back to Calgary. With one stop left on our journey, Ted, how are you doing tonight? Would you would you say that it's, we just crossed the American border or the Canadian border? Because we're back ah, in it's Canada now. They're, they're, it's a border, so we crossed the border between Canada and America. It's a border, so it counts as counts as whatever. We're back in Canada. I gotta say, um, <laughs> oh, what a day! Uh, yeah, we. So this morning we were in Cedar City, Utah. Oh man, which is uh, seventeen hours from Calgary. And uh, we're fixing to be in Calgary <laughs> in about three hours. Three more hours. Yeah, so we, it's been a day. Also, uh, shout out to you for hours spent behind the wheel. Uh, very impressive. But I also, like the, uh, when I was driving this afternoon, it was funny to me how long it took you to like settle in not driving. <laughs> so I appreciate that you do like the driving because I like to drive too. It's, it's nice being in control and like keeps your mind busy. Yeah. I'm sure it's the same for you, so. Uh, yeah. Nice work today, man. You're kicking ass. Oh, thank you. Gotta gotta pull through another uh three hours or so. We're almost well, back. And all and like setting off yesterday from Vegas, it looked pretty dire leaving. Like I didn't like after it was pretty optimistic before when we left, but we stopped for fuel and it was okay. We got closer to Utah. Started snowing, the roads started getting shitty and then it got real shitty at, right outside of Cedar City. Luckily, we had, we, we we had big hopes of making the 19-hour drive overnight. We so. were thinking we were going to go straight through. Those hopes were dashed. Very quickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> About two and a half hours. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, boy. Uh, today, it's been good. It's good that we're grinding through today, though, because it'd be nice to get home. I think I think all three of us are at the consensus that we want to be home tonight. So. Yeah. It's been good. No trouble at the border. Thank you. Thank you to our friend uh, Tim Pierce at uh, Film Logics Custom yeah. Brokers. If you're ever going to America with goods... You want to call Tim? He's get got hooked Tim's up. got the goods. He'll hook you up. He helps. Also, us out thanks to Lane huge. Peterson for helping us out with uh, having something printed off. Yeah, we had a question said, about getting things <laughs> printed off, and he yeah. told us he told us to print them off. Yeah. So thanks to the to the Hilton Garden in Great Falls, Storm called them and told them that I was a diamond member with Hilton. And they hooked us up. We even tried to give her money, and she's like, "No, I won't take your money." <laughs> you spent enough money being a diamond member there already. You get a f- <laughs> one free print. You get per month. one free print job. <laughs> That's a diamond member exclusive for the border. Thank you border papers oh boy <laughs> this is actually a great way to stay awake for the last couple hours it's forcing hey. us to use our brain that's 90 sure. yeah 90k to lethbridge yeah we're it's picking up your close. wieners how excited on a scale of one to ten are you to see your dogs i'm real excited i'm real excited to see those two little i was honestly expecting a big answer out of you i'm pumped man i, I don't want to scream into the microphone well um, i didn't really expect you to scream i just said uh, like a little bit more enthusiasm well, I'm, yeah. No, I'm pumped. I'm really <laughs> pumped. I hope I remember their names when we get there. That'll be good. Yeah, it'll be good. No, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to seeing those two. They'll probably be time. stoked to see you guys, too. I'm sure they've been oh. missing you. you I all. wonder, do you think they know us? Do you think they miss us, Storm? Oh, yeah, sure. Hold on. We need to give it a mic. For sure they miss <laughs> us. I mean, Ellie, maybe not, because Ellie doesn't really like anybody, except for my sister, and that's who she's staying with right now. But Pippa will be thrilled to see us. As Dude. much as she growls at you guys, Ellie knows who you are, and I'm sure she misses you. I'm wondering. Uh, I'm wondering. Do you think Ellie's going to want to leave your sister's house? I think so. I think Ellie ultimately likes home the best, so she'll be good. 
your guys' home has become their home, so I'm sure. And it's like it's true. they've spent the most amount of time there in the, how, however many years now, so that's probably like their place where they're used to. Un- they can shit in their own backyard, exactly. <laughs> they can shit in the house they want to. Sometimes <laughs> Ellie does. She usually picks my office and then just takes a big dirty old spite shit right in my office. There you go. Especially if I'm gone for a long time, just a big dirty and old. You're going to get one this week for sure, guaranteed. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if Cheyenne got any at her house. Hasn't told us. Anyways, so uh, episode 132, thanks to Janie Johnson for being on the last show. She was great on the Cowboy Channel once again. Um, and we got to see her at Corp show. Yeah, that was, it was really awesome. cool. Yeah, I really hadn't cool met her in person her. yet, so it was really nice to meet her. And yeah, um, there's been good feedback from her show. Was, I thought it was one of our one of our better ones in the last while. So it was good stuff. We and uh, what else? NFR. I guess I guess we got to start with that. Anyways, so we left birthday. Uh, today is technically well. Technically, when no. the show comes out, it's my birthday. Oh, on Wednesday. Yeah, the fourteenth. Yeah, I was like, wait, yeah. no, it's not midnight. You always yet. give me heck for not talking on the present of. Because it comes it's out on Thursday, so I'm it's not good doing it for once. It's true, <laughs> and the only reason I remember it because it's my birthday. So it's a bit of time travel. So this is actually Wacy's birthday podcast. Is this the first time it's been birthday on your birthday? Pod. Whenever happy uh, birthday to <laughs> you. Hey, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Wacy. Happy birthday. That was lovely. Wow. Thanks, Ted. Oh, you're welcome. That's so nice. You're welcome. Uh, funny story. Quick one. Yeah. When I was in high school. Every time uh, it was someone's birthday in my class, and it was gym class, my gym teacher would put on the, you know, it's like, kiss me, like that song <laughs> from the 90s. But he would, like, he, he'd grab a mic from his office, and he'd walk around, and while we were doing, like, warm-up laps and stuff, he'd be like, birthday. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, fuck. It was, it was Paul Streeby? Yeah, Paul Streeby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's been, uh, been on the show. So, oh, really? Yeah, funny times. That's funny. It's good memory. Oh, boy. But, yeah, it's my birthday. We were in Vegas for what was it, thirteen days? I think uh, 12, 12, twelve nights, days, right? Yeah. yeah, twelve nights. Lots of twelve nights, thirty days. Twelve nights, thirty days. Yeah, <laughs> I felt like it. We did like thirty days worth months. of living while we oh, were there. Oh man, yeah. We didn't. We and like we didn't even set ourselves up for success because we went full ham the first night. Yeah, basically. we got extra fucked up. The we, got first ex- night. we got x out of it. Yeah, went down. <laughs> we got jerked down right on the right on, this, right on the bull's Boy. head the first night. Storm and I were hurting so bad Man. at the booth the next day. Yeah, you guys were hurting, but I was dead in the room. I didn't make it out of the fucking room. <laughs> we didn't room. see Ted for the whole day. No, I didn't make it there. I picked you up, I think, at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah that was... Uh, that was it, wasn't it? That was some, I think you, didn't you drop... No, how did we get there? I must have dropped you off. And then you came back. Off? How did, did we get there? I thought I got groceries. We got that no. Day we too. Ubered. We Ubered there. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, because I was dead forever. <laughs> oh gosh, that. But it's so crazy. I forget how wrecked like out was, I was. It seems yeah. like it was fucking yeah, like two years ago that you did that. So I didn't <laughs> actually drive you guys. I'm a piece of shit. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> 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 <is> bad. <laughs> oh dear, really? I didn't even drive you. No, over you there? did it, man. I remember this now. We did Uber because you how were too dead, and uh, Storm actually? and I were no better, man. Like we were oh, both. How did you guys survive, dude? Because Storm and I. Our battlers, we get shit done. Oh, that was yeah. That was once we were up to it. We just maintained a steady buzz for the whole day of screwdrivers and coffee and Bailey's. Oh, that day, yeah. And I just licked my. I just. I was in the fetal position, regretting every decision. <laughs> Storm that I back on the ever sauce had at the booth. Oh, that's probably what I should have done. Well, and bad. even and Storm the whole time. I'm not really a vodka girl. I don't really like vodka. And then we're just crushing screwdrivers. I think we. I'd love to know the amount of screwdrivers we drank throughout the week at the booth. Paralyzers? Oh, more paralyzers. The, the ratio... Uh, it'd be, it'd be damn paralyzers. close, I bet. 
But yeah, we didn't really oh set boy. ourselves up for uh, success on that front. But it was a hell of a time with the Wrangler party. So thanks to our friends yeah. there having us. It's a lot of fun. We went, all got to make some custom stockings for yeah. those who are near and dear to us. Which yeah, was very nice. That was pretty cool. Very nice. I got, I got. They had this like cool machine that like engraved, like lasered it on to the uh, so stocking. the denim. Yeah, the denim stocking. Like it was really burnt cool. it in. So I got Gen one that says Wrangler bus drive me nuts for <laughs> surprise, <laughs> a Christmas surprise. So <laughs> I was pretty stoked on that. It's pretty awesome. Pretty good time. And that was only the first like that day. That was the first night. <laughs> that was the first yeah. night. Who? Uh, well, so what would I? Well, I got a bunch of questions for you. Who? Who were you most excited to meet at the NFR? Like when you to set meet? out. Yeah, to meet. That's what, that's what I got to go for. Oh my right off the god. Bat. To meet. Yeah. Who was the the coolest person you met there? Oh man, it was cool to briefly uh, talk to Randy Bernard. Oh I yeah. Was leaving the Wrangler party the one night. That that's was really right. Cool, the Wrangler watch party. Yeah. That was really cool because we. He was he was a really fun interview and he's a, and he seems like a cool guy. I never really got to talk to him, but it was neat to uh, to run into him. And also another one, I, well, I, I met hey, Wyatt. J- just oh. uh, to um, <clears throat> to go further on that though, the guy next to him was like a Hall of Fame pitcher, Rick Sutcliffe. Oh no way! Yeah, nice. Yeah, he, I don't. I forget who he pitched for. I'm not enough of a baseball guy. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, he was like right next to him, and Flint was like, "Oh, you know who that was?" Yeah, he was like Rick, and I was like, "Oh shit, okay, that's cool too." Um, I guess, and another one that I had was I met Wyatt Wentz at the Wrangler yeah, party right. on, on uh, Wednesday, which is really cool. I, I've been a, I'm a fan of what his work he does on the video side of things now, especially now I'm dabbling into it. So it's cool to kind of talk to him quickly and pick his brain and, and and all that stuff and get connected with him. I got his number and stuff now, so we can nice. stay connected. How about you guys you, can go on some mandates? Maybe some mandates down the line. Who knows? That'd be neat. Who knows? The door is open. Uh what else? Well, mine mine would be. Well, there's a bunch of stuff about Vegas, but no, you got to do go to the question. The What's question though is Larry the Cable Guy. That was that's who I want to meet. So you got meet. to meet him. Yeah, so so Flint, uh, we got hooked up with Flint on Friday because he did the show at the um, at the at the Tropicana, the, yeah. the Wrangler, like the live broadcast that they did. And I talked to him earlier in the week, and I brought him a bag of our cowboy shit stuff for him and, and Paige and Shelby, like the whole crew. And uh, I was talking to him, and I was like, "Hey, do you mind if we like catch a ride with you down to the?" down to the south point for the buckles because all the montana crew is down there and i hadn't been there all week so mm-hmm. so we had to make a plan to get down there so we caught a ride down there with him and then he's like yeah tomorrow i'm gonna have uh larry the cable guy on the show and i was like no way really like on his daytime yeah, yeah, show the outside the barrel and we already had a few things on the go saturday and it was a bit of a big day but i was like you know what i don't know whenever when else i'll get to uh get to meet Larry the Cable Guy in person, unless we go to his golf tournament, which we do intend to as well. But yeah, Flint was like, man, you gotta, you gotta come meet him. So I went to Flint's show, saw the show, laughed my ass off because he had some hilarious jokes. He had one where he was at the rodeo, and Larry's like, yeah, so I was at the rodeo, and and, uh, and I was eating a corn dog, and this horse went by and winked at me. <laughs> he was talking about how big the corn dog was at the, at the county fair. It was pretty good. That's a good one. I like and that. then I like I like another one of his lines. He he said uh, he got on the on the cars train somehow. Like yeah, yeah. as as uh, Mater. Tow Mater. Yeah, and and so he had a couple of jokes about that. But he's like, yeah, you know, uh, I did all my own stunts in that movie too. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't that mind that. Movie. I love and, he was, that. and then he also said he was like, yeah, I did. Uh, I was actually the only voice actor to ever gain weight for uh, for a role. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was pretty golden. That's good shit. Yeah, but the the corn dog one and the horse though. Flint actually walked off the stage because he was pissing himself laughing That's so bad. Fucking awesome. It was hilarious. What were what were some of your favorite moments or things that we oh, did from the NFR? Top three. Night one, Wrangler party, blacked out. <laughs> Would not recommend <laughs> doing that again. Uh, but but it was a that's one moment. of those ones where I don't remember getting home. That's like oh that's me neither, real dude. Bad. It's a bad deal. Don't I woke up with my boots in the bathroom. <laughs> I was like on the other side of the room. I woke <laughs> up in my socks and my undershirt under my covers in the bed. <laughs> oh, and for those wondering, Wazey had his own room this year, so we didn't have to go. <laughs> we didn't. On up. If he was lost, didn't even know this time. Yeah. He was on his own room, beyond my own. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, uh, uh, top three. So the Wrangler part was was awesome, but I don't think I can count it because there's so many other cool things. Because I think, well, but but they're like the, uh, well, okay. Number one, I really enjoyed. My favorite part was the meal with Storm. We went to Nobu and it was unreal sushi. Oh, we had a really yeah. nice evening. Love you, Storm. <laughs> that was my favorite oh, night. Oh, that's so nice. Um, but another couple fun nights: uh, George Strait, uh, the football game, and then the UFC fight. Honestly, those are like my top four. Your top. I know he said things. top three, but like that's fine. You're not one. And if I was gonna, if I was gonna go to top three, I'd honestly cut out probably the George Trade Show. <laughs> no offense to George, but it was like, it wasn't kind of what I was expecting. Like it was awesome, but it was like kind of a little bit lower energy. One of the there was a cool the cool there was some cool moments though. I remember one time yeah when George we were George saying I think it was all my exes live in Texas and I looked over at all of us all four of us were singing together because Cor was at the show with us so <laughs> yeah that's one of the cool things I never thought I'd ever be singing a George Strait song at a George Strait concert with Corb Blonde with so Corb. that was really in the, in the same that was technically Corb and I's third date <laughs> third man things date. are getting pretty serious oh man so <laughs> so uh, <laughs> uh, he did tell me that he loved me oh wow that was awesome I'm, we're getting serious being that guy. Um, <laughs> what else? We, uh, oh, okay. So I got to say one of the coolest moments though was, uh, during Patty the Batty, uh, Pimblet's intro at the UFC on Saturday. Yeah. Um, I went with another Patty the Batty, Patrick Powers <laughs> from Montana Silversmiths. <laughs> so, uh, so Patrick and I went to the UFC fight. Wacy and Jen went to the rodeo and Storm and her family all went to the rodeo. They sat in the third rows. I think that yeah. might've been Nansen's ticket, but on unreal seats uh they found some open seats they sat like third row uh you guys went to the rodeo into the ufc fight i, I saw that it was in town i was like hey patrick you want to go to this want to check it out so we went to that but but pimblet his his whole setup like unreal the the he's one of the biggest like rising stars in the ufc right yeah now, I think. when yeah. when rogan did the interview after he's like man your meteoric rise is like unparalleled right now um i saw a funny quote afterwards on social media they asked him like what like his response to the people saying they lost the fight and oh. it said and all it said was they can kiss me arse <laughs> <laughs> I so like, I like his personality so i gotta say uh it was cool to see like the wigs and stuff that they had on, on like all the like some of the fans had yeah, on stuff, and, like, and big cat were wearing one too yeah and they were there in the stand and they're like one of the <laughs> yeah. deals there so that was it was really neat uh to see that so like i guess Going back for the like George Strait was unreal show football we'd been to before like that was really neat too with the yeah. Raiders won this time that was game. awesome that was the, uh, yeah great that's game made the football game a cool part of it was like, it actually was a good game yeah and got to visit with our friend Joe Tavana as well works for yeah. the for the uh, at the building there Allegiant Stadium but uh, yeah, yeah it's really cool to go see that again uh, and then but yeah UFC so Patty's intro um, he's got like 
off with you, off with your head. Like the what's this? What's the name of that song? Off with your head. Yeah, that, oh, with by the yeah yeah yeah. It's yeah, the rem- yeah. a remix. Of and then it. but yeah. there's a remix with like a pretty cool intro. Like yeah. intermit. It's like dan 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 dan. Yeah, unreal. It was yeah. it was Banger. so it's badass. Off Project X. Everyone was on on their feet. Um, um, he's not from the U.S. Like there was some USA chance going for some of the other guys, uh, but like. Such a cool intro, like well produced intro, and like I don't think they even hardly said it. Like they might have said his name one time. Yeah. There's a bit of a hype video, and but they like to do the walkout, and uh, and people are going nuts. Everybody's with their phones out videotaping, and it's like him the whole way, and then one part of the one part of the intro is just me and Patrick on the screen. What? Yeah, we were on the on the screen during his <laughs> what intro. The fuck, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know this. <laughs> yeah, they put, they, put, they put Patrick and I on the screen during his intro and then just went back to him. That was like the only it was like the, the only yeah, it was the only camera shot wow. of the crowd and it was just me and Patrick in our <laughs> suit jackets and cowboy hats just hanging out at this thing there. Shit, so, that's cool. Yeah, it was kind of neat. So, uh, I get a bunch of messages all of a sudden and it's like buddy from back home, uh, Jared Hughes married Colby uh, Clifford. He was like, man, I'm so. He was messing with me before, so jealous. And he was, I, I don't know, maybe he didn't see that we we're on the screen. But then Cody Strandquist sent me the clips and sent me a, a video of it. Really? Oh yeah. shit! And then, dude, and then, we gotta uh, get this clip. Yeah, put it on Jeff, social media. That's Jeff, fucking crazy. Uh, Jeff Backus and Steve, uh, Steve uh, Pranker, like Feature Productions and Splash yeah. Effects. Like, yeah. Those two were watching it from Mazatlan, Mexico, and they're like, "Holy shit, we just saw it on the screen." <laughs> That's yeah. wild, dude. <laughs> nice. During the biggest intro of the night. That's I look like man. a dope. I kind of look like a dope because I was videotaping it. But how do you not video that? That, that was super That's cool, neat, man. Nice work. It was super cool. So, uh, cool. Yeah. Anyways, that moment was like one I'll remember from that trip. And then I guess another fun thing we didn't talk about too is the, the couple photo shoots we did between Wednesday and Thursday for our new line we're launching oh, yeah. here any day now. We were, and we were feeling rough Thursday morning. It probably won't. Uh, it won't be out in time for the show. I don't think we'll get it done in time. But stay tuned because very some big soon things after coming the show, from us. Yeah, I got some brand new mer- brand new haberdashery, as my friend Will Osler would say. Some new, uh, we got a bunch of cool new hoodies. What else got? Some sweaters, tees. Got a cool new logo design, and I got some new caps coming in the wintertime. We got some new cap snaps coming in for January. So big things coming in 2023 for or sooner, man. The brand. I'm trying to get it out before Boxing Day. But just like, I'm just it's like, already in bl- stores I'm now. I'm just blanketing it over. It's already in some stores. It's already at Western Stockman. Already at Keddie's. We're only two. We're only like two and a half weeks away Austin's from 2023. So it's true. Yeah, true. So, so good stuff. Wait, what, what about your top three from Vegas? Tell, um, tell the some people. Some of my favorite moments. Uh, obviously, George Strait. That's about was a bucket list concert for me. So it was really cool to see. Um, I had a lot of fun when we w- did at the Ryan Bingham Corblund show was really oh, cool. I forgot about those yeah, that two That was just shows. super Fuck. fun. Like, I got freaking cross-eyed there. And then I ended up going to, to the South Point with Corb. And, like, I, I, my re- recollection of playing blackjack, I had $100. My parents gave me $100 to go gambling with. Not to go gambling. They just gave me 100 bucks cash. <laughs> Probably not to not, go gambling. Not to go gambling with. Not to go gambling with. But they gave me 100 bucks. I'm like, okay, this, this is my gambling. I'm not a big gambler, so this is my gambling budget for the week. So I go down with Corbin. Which is a pretty moderate budget for Vegas. Only <laughs> it is very moderate. But, I'm, I'm, a, but I'm not a big gambling guy. So good. for me, that's that's what I'm willing to lose. Um, so anyways, we go down to the South Point, and I'm like full. I've been drinking bur- like double bourbons all night. The, the Ryan Bingham Corb Lunch Show. And, I'm and like, those guys that hooked us up, they bought all the drinks. That was crazy. Oh, yeah. Those two guys. who we I forget what their names were now. They were Storm and I. was a lawyer. Before, because you were helping, yeah. you were helping with a situation. Well, Mel lost her wallet. Yeah, Mel lost her wallet, and then Storm and I found this like booth along the balcony where we Great were at. Great find, by and the it was, way. And it was empty, 
and it was empty for the most like all of Corb's show and, and like start of Ryan Bingham. And these two guys roll up from Tennessee, who like actually had purchased the that suite via because it was a VIP suite, I guess. And uh, yeah, there were two guys and their all their buddies bailed on them, so they let us sit with them for the show, and they ended up buying all of our drinks and all that stuff, which was really cool. So that was really sweet leading to that and then yeah we after the show we hop into an uber and go down to the south point and i'm playing my i vaguely remember playing 25 dollars like minimum blackjack and at one point i was playing i couldn't even tell i think the the biggest hand i played at the t- at the time was like maybe 75 dollars but i i swear to god core was playing my hands for me because i had no fucking clue what was going on i was like i was so full but that was another one of those mornings i woke up and i i was like oh shit i wonder how much money or how much of my hundred bucks i got left and i like pick up my jacket i was wearing it that night and then i shake it and there's like i could hear chips in my pocket and there's like 375 dollars worth of chips in my pocket <laughs> which was a fucking sweet find which I ended up working out well because i wanted to buy some new boots so i used that as my boot money um so that was a cool moment another cool moment was uh the, the kimes uh like corb's horse i rode in on show which is really sweet like it was just corb and his guitar like he like so sang old rodeo songs and songs that he's written and kind of had a fun night that way and he sang uh cows around which is a, a favorite with the crowd and for those who don't know or whatever maybe those who already know but he has that part where he asks where he, where what he, kind where of the, cows where the, where the crowd asks him what kind of cow is corb well insider info he started he, on his latest tour he started asking people asking crowds if anybody knows it in Spanish, because he's kind of just got, it, like he play he plays the song every night, whatever. And him and I were having this conversation, I think in Calgary, and he's like, and the and he told me what how to ask in Spanish, and it's que tipo de vacas corb. So I remembered this. I put this in my memory bank. And so we're sitting in the in for the for a cr- time. <laughs> I don't know when. I don't know where. I don't know when. I'm gonna put it in there for some time. So we're sitting in. So we're sitting in this in the crowd for the show, and he plays cows around. And he slows it down. He gets ready for that port part, and a bunch of people yell, "What kind of cow is Corb?" And he's like, "Ah, oh, I've been asking some people, or I've been asking some crowds, like uh, to say it in Spanish." And he's like, "Does anybody in, know it in Spanish in the room?" And I yell out, "Que tipo de vacas, Corb?" And then he like kind of like, didn't really hear me, but he heard that somebody knew what it was, <coughs> and so he kind of slowed it down even more. And then uh, and he's like, "Okay, look, 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 whoever just said that, like, say it a bit louder." And I just like to my to my Spanish folks out there, yeah. <laughs> and I just like I screamed it as loud as I could, "Que tipo de vacas, Corb?" And it's just like it was funny because that's literally only like three words of Spanish that I know. <laughs> I, know how to, I know how to say cerveza. And debriefing with that's him, I, I finally got to tell him that it was me on like Yesterday Sunday when, when he left. stopped by the yeah when he stopped <laughs> by the booth, and he's like, oh, he's like, oh, he, and he thought it was like legit somebody who knew Spanish, and it was kind of funny to tell him that it was me. So that Busted. was a cool moment. Uh, our the, the karaoke night that Cowboy Cole and Jen and I had ended up being a really funny like random night at the Tropicana so Tropicana does Thursday night karaoke in their smoking lounge <laughs> and it's uh, extra smoky in yeah, there too Cole and Jen and I were just sick of being trying to get into the MGM gold buckle zone and just wanted to go like Cole Cole was itching for some karaoke and then every, as everybody knows I love karaoke so and Jen was just like wanted to watch us and be idiots and so we also on the what way did, over we what were did like, Jen oh, we sing should, we should get some darts what did Jen sing what's that what did Jen sing she didn't sing. She's not a karaoke singer. Oh, She's an observer. Okay. She's an observer okay. of the karaoke. Yeah. Okay. What so would, we okay. Uh, so we stopped at the convenience store in the bottom of Tropicana and bought a pack of darts, Camel Over, Crush menthols. Overpriced darts. <laughs> they were like it was only like twelve bucks. Okay. So it wasn't too bad. Like whatever. I'll, I was there. I was, was cheaper than the one cigar I bought on uh, Fremont yeah. Street. I was pretty. I was pretty drunk at the time too, so it didn't really matter. And uh, yes, yeah, so we go up there and sing. I did some George Strait. Which one? I did the Fireman. Ooh, not Did I, I'd had two really good karaoke performances at the In co- tribute at the to top. my friends Dustin Edwards and Yeah, yeah And, and then, uh, Dennis Halstead 
and then Cole like all of a sudden did the Humpty Dance, which is like a rap song. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty hardcore, <laughs> and it's like long. It's like six minutes long. Oh no and way! And he fucking crushed it, man. It was oh, so. Boy. It was one of the most surprising things of the night. And I swear to God, oh, we boy. smoked like three quarters of that pack of Camel Crushes. So oh, like we fucking ripped through the darts. Oh boy! And uh, well, that was a long day for you too. That was, oh, was Canadian th- night, and it was that, and it was the photo shoot in the morning, and the photo shoot the night before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so boy. we had, and That's yes, yeah. That was ended up being a long day, but it was super fun. And then I also really loved uh, Turnpike Troubadours. That was another really cool moment for us. Uh, Jen and I really wanted to see them for a long time. And we just so happened to catch them at the Hui party at Brooklyn Bowl. And, they, man, they were awesome. Like, they were such a good show. Um, everybody in the crowd was singing along. Good energy. Really cool venue. I will definitely be going back there next time we're down if there's some more cool shows there. That was really fun. And then Hui's done, done a few parties there now. Yeah, they've I've been, been there for a, few, a bunch so. of years now. Yeah. Core they, played there. I was at a yeah, he, op- a he opened show there for, for, for Dirt Pike. Yeah, yeah, exactly. a couple so years ago, twenty eighteen yes. or nineteen. Yeah, so the, I, I that they're really cool shows, and it was sweet. Like we met these really random, like cool people from Montana and the line, and made friends with them, and got some sweet concert merch. That was cool. And then one of my last one that sticks out is uh, taking Jen to the rodeo for the first time. That was really cool to see, and then being able to watch Zeke win his world title that night was really cool too. That's a cool moment. Um, he obviously had an outstanding week and. Getting to kind of put the cherry on top for the rodeo season, like being able to show Jen all these places that we went, like that was just a cool way to kind of cap it off. Was the tenth round of the NFR. Pretty sweet time. Yeah, it was great. And also, uh, one last thing would was um, all the people who came by the booth throughout the ten ten days, yeah. eleven days we were there, who like who've been fans of what we've done over the years, who follow us on social media, who bought stuff online from us before. All that kind of stuff, like sitting around visiting with folks, that was really a really cool thing to me. Um, just because it's like, yeah, people the people actually listen to the show and like care what we're up to and, and see value in it and and are, are true fans of it was really cool. So thanks for stopping by. Folks. That was yeah, that was great. That was one of my favorite things too. Appreciate so. it. And a lot of people recognized me from the TikTok, which is great too. I guess which is Wacy Anderson, <laughs> kind of funny. TikTok famous. So yeah, no, that was that was some cool stuff. It was it was, it was great. Um. What else, Wace? What else? Do we need to recap any of the rodeo stuff? Like, I don't know. If you haven't heard about the rodeo yet. You probably don't care that much. So no, true enough. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Like the only thing to say about that is just like good job to our Canadian guys. Like, yeah, good job to everyone that was involved. Uh, pretty yeah. great show. Uh, I mean, a couple high points. I guess we got to talk about uh, Zeke wins almost four hundred thousand on the year. So the new new record for yeah. earnings uh, ties the aggregate record. Puts the name in the record book. Their uh, average is 87.5 points per ride for 10 nights. One's a Top Gun Award. Yeah, we, which we don't know what that means yet, but it's but I think I'm it's di- good. I w- did you we say it's a it, truck. His, his aggregate score was like the, the, the highest one ever, too? Tied. He tied oh, the tied record. tied it on 10 horses? Yeah, yep. okay, okay. Yep. I didn't um, no, that's okay. Sorry. That no, you're the, good, man. You're good. Loud. You're good. The, uh, what we're going to say, um, Stetson Wright, uh, with, with ground money in the bull riding, wins almost a million dollars. That's, that's pretty cool, nuts. man. That's, that's pretty cool. That's so nuts. And if you count, like, you know, I don't know where else he would have won twenty five grand or thirty grand or whatever. He didn't come to Calgary. That didn't count. But like, even, yeah. you know, he probably like even with like one endorsement, he would have made a million bucks, which is pretty crazy. Because Sage Kimsey kind of did it with the American uh, a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he. Well, he probably he. I guess he. I guess he did do it. But it wasn't all in one place. He won like four hundred thousand at the American, one Calgary, so that's five thirty plus, probably four fifty in the PRCA plus whatever. Like, so he made a million bucks. Yeah, that way. 
but uh, this is like almost all totally all st- legit. All through the PRCA, yeah. Yeah, and like y- you could probably say, st- I don't know where Stetson would be in the PBR, but he probably would have won thirty grand there too. So yeah, probably, yeah. He might have. I don't know. Anyway, so to have a million dollar year in one year as a cap- pro rodeo cowboy, that I think that's pretty major milestone. It's pretty awesome. Pretty major milestone. But uh, then again, and those, and those guys and those guys are good ambassadors for the sport. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's cool. And genuine nice guys. Yeah. I had a drink with them at the Wrangler party. That's probably what it ha- happened to get me so buggered up off the right off the bat. <laughs> had a mar- spicy margarita with with JD and the and the boys there. Kai Hamilton too. Um, one of the funny one of the funny things from the edit this week was um, the meme that was going around of like the Simpsons of of like Rocker oh, Steiner and the Wright good. brothers with the swearing part. That was fucking hilarious. So for those that maybe haven't seen the meme, uh, it's like. I don't know if it's Nelson. It's the it's, Nelson it's, it's the it's the Flanders boys. Oh yeah, Bart. It's Bart. Yeah. yeah, Bart. Bart is Rocker Steiner, and the Wrights are the Flanders boys. <laughs> yeah. And Bart's like, "Come on, guys!" Bart as Rocker was like, "Come on, guys! Just swear a little bit. Throw a couple f bombs out there." And then the, all the Wright brothers, as the Flanders, were like, "No, sorry, we're not allowed. No, we're not allowed to do that. We're not allowed." <laughs> yeah, uh, that was pretty funny. Um, one thing, Kate. One thing I wanted to ask you. Uh, looking at like the final totals for all the world champions, why is there so much difference between say the saddle bronc riding and like the steer wrestling? I think the, and the steer wrestling champion only went, he won like two hundred and uh, I think it was two seventy eight two seventy eight, whereas like Zeke wins three ninety nine or Stetson wins um, four hundred fifty thousand. Bull riding is different because there's ground money, but yeah, um, saddle bronc riding like usually they fill every hole on the money one. Um, stream broncs, I guess. I think if you looked over the bronc riding events on their own like i'd have to look at what the rest of the events are but the bronc riding they've got all those extra events now yeah, i think that'd be extreme bronx and yeah, stuff and yeah the, and the and the like pollockvilles and i and you know maybe i don't know i forget who won well logan won the bronc riding at calgary yeah i forget who won the other big ones uh, i don't don't i don't think the american counted for the prca no this it year. didn't this year no no but so but the other thing with the steer wrestling is there's more money spread out further so i would go I didn't. I didn't have the media sheets this year, but and I didn't do much of a like. I didn't look at it very hard, but uh, but the bull riding was very top heavy. Yeah, yeah. The top guys won all the money. Like, I think second place was still four hundred grand, but then a guy like Jared, you know, well, he won one hundred and twenty or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and then one got an extra ten thousand at the NFR, but it, like it was really top heavy. Um, yeah, that's a good point. And I think the bronc riding was the same because like I'd have to look back, but I don't know how much money Cole Ashbacker won. He was a hundred. Oh, he's over a hundred and some. But no, like at the at the NFR. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what his NFR check was. And then uh, like Colby Wanchuk, I think he did end up okay. He probably won fifty to seventy thousand. I don't know. Maybe well, he would probably he won got, more. He got, he got third in the average. Oh, well, then he would have won over. And he tied for the win in the last round too. Yeah, so he pro- so he did well. But like with the steer wrestling, my point being is that it's it's more spread out and it's more even all the way through. So I would bet if you like added up the totals. Yeah. Um, there might not be as much overall, but I bet if you go all the way down to fifty, there's probably more guys with more money one further down. Where with the bronc riding, like it might it might be like a, a real outlier. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would say more top heavy, and then especially like in the bronc riding, Zeke won the Top Gun, so that that boosts him up another yeah twenty thousand over anybody else, anyways, because he won more at the NFR. But uh, hopefully, he won a truck. But he dro- he he drove home or he flew home. He flew so home. He was on Jen's flight last night. Don't know so. how that worked. <laughs> but um, man, yeah, good, good show. Like good, another good NFR. Glad to see, you know, just just a great rodeo. Uh, production, not so sure. I, I saw something about uh, um, Brandon Bates put it on Twitter, 
and Flint piped in a little bit there too. But Bates was wondering, he was like, how do you guys have an announcer of the year award, but not fucking let your announcer of the year announce the rodeo? Announce the rodeo. So yeah. either you're saying your award is bullshit or you're not having the best people at your rodeo. So yeah. what the fuck, right? <laughs> like, yeah, no, totally. Why do you have I a, agree. How, why do you have an award, but then you just get hired by a committee? Yeah. And then, and you know, further to that, and I, I don't know who the announcer was. I, I know there's, I don't, I, I don't know if it's a, if it's Mooney, Roger Mooney, maybe. But I know, I, Ran- I know Randy Corley, and I know, bad. I know Wayne Brooks, and I, I, I know their style, and I'm, I'm just kind of bored of, kind of part of how that is. Like it's, kind of the same kind of stuff. But the, the one guy, the content was bullshit. Like he didn't have anything real no, to say no. about the people. So like, I know you don't have much, that much time. But if there's, if it's all fluff and there's no meat to the story, it's not, it doesn't add any value no. to the show. And that's kind of something we talked about with Janie. Like unless you have yeah. something, that's going to add. To the it's confusing to people sitting in the stands, like when they're saying, like, there's a few times, like, I we look, I looked at over at Jam, like this, like what he's saying doesn't really make sense and apply, yeah, or doesn't, it doesn't, and it's not relevant to what's happening, yeah. So, uh, then the music's the same, like you know, Benji's done it for 20 years, he's probably bored of it. I think he does more of the audio stuff, so I don't know, I don't know if he really loves the job or if he, you know, like he does a great job, like it all fits with what it's going, but it's just the same, like. I get bored of playing the same music, and I don't do half the purse he does, so I don't know how he does it. Yeah. But, uh, I w- but like, <laughs> well, it's funny, like I told you, I went to the NFR for the first time in 2004, <laughs> and the show is almost identical, identical. to what it was then. Uh, and I bet you that it won't change for another 10 or 15 Which is too years. bad, because you see, you see rodeos like the American and the, and what P- the PBR has done and WCRA, like, they're always pushing that of what how rodeo is presented or how bull riding yeah. is presented to the fans. Look at the team series. It was a yeah. complete rebuild of the entire look and feel of bull riding. Yeah, yeah. So do better, NFR. <laughs> That's my challenge to you guys. Start challenge. I don't think anybody really gives a fuck, but do better. Um, try try and do something different. Try and do better. Don't put a uh, don't put a fucking dance cam on during the NFR. Nobody gives a shit. They're there to watch the best fucking rodeo in the world. Tell more of the stories. Take If you're going to take the time and tell a story, tell about the contestants. Feature the contestants. Don't put the fluff around there. There's so many great storylines that happen during the 10 days yeah. that you should just build it around that. That's the you give a 30-second to one-minute build on one person, two per people per event, instead of having bullshit dance cams in the fucking breaks. Yeah. And you can build some drama, get people to know the people, tell them more of the storylines, what has to happen, like... Instead People of banging them off man. all in 10 minutes per event, yeah, tell some stories, build some drama, and don't... Uh, and handing out fines like they're free candy. Yeah, fuck the fines. We'll, we'll do some more digging in the fines in the second half, but I need to drink a water and <laughs> need to set this down, so let's uh, call it good. This is episode 132. Cowboy Shit After Dark. Cowboy Shit After Dark. It's almost... Uh, oh, it's 11-11, Wacy. Make a wish. No? I can, he can't hear me. Anyways, make a wish. Yeah, I can't, tell you, my, I can't tell you my, my birthday wish. Mm-hmm. You don't have to tell me. I can't tell you, or else it'll never come true. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll catch up with you all in a bit. This uh, this show actually might just be me and Wacy too. We haven't decided yet, but uh, we might have a guest. We, we might, might have a guest. Not. We might not. But uh, you'll find out here pretty soon. Okay. Bye. And the clouds on a rainy day Oh, the fire in the hills And I'm headed your way 
Welcome back to the second half of the 132nd installment of the very moderately popular Canadian Western Sports podcast called Cowboy Shit. Thank you. You say North American Western Sports. That's true. If you look at our audience metrics, half of our audience is in the U.S. So I have to look at how many people, I guess we're Canadian based and we, we talk about things around around the rodeo and entertainment rodeo and western sports world mm-hmm. uh we i don't know i guess i have to look at at our guests to see uh where everybody was from i'm not sure we got some brazilians we got some yeah i guess silvano yeah. silvano was the first and felipe the first ones that was that was uh yeah i guess felipe is kind of portuguese hey yeah so yeah. a few so I guess that's not just North America, but I don't know. I don't. I never looked at the Silvano stats. Do we have a few people from from uh, Brazil? Look that. I haven't looked that? at. I haven't looked at. I just have a look here. Let me look. Let me look real quick. That one's probably more so still North America because we were kind of. Um, it was all, we were talking to him in English, so we, it probably wouldn't. I don't know if it would have got much for action in Brazil. And actually, there was a few because like, I, I think of like a, a decent amount of people, a decent amount of folks in uh, in Brazil can speak English. I think. I I don't I don't remember like everyone being able to when I was there. Like there was only a few people that that were bilingual. Right. Only a few people that let on be, to be bilingual. Yeah, I don't know. There's there was 2200 downloads on the Savannah podcast between November 15th and December 13th. But I don't know where you, do we see the individual distribution maybe. I'm not uh, sure on that. Anyways, I will well I'll look into it. But yeah, we got people listening all over the place, which is cool. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if you if you looked at the numbers. Um. How how many? Uh, I'm I'm I don't know what I'm trying to do. I wonder <laughs> how many people like how many countries we've 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 touched now. There's probably been quite a few overall. Touching countries, not like it's been a big deal. Like people people listening all over the the planet. There's been quite a few. Uh, we got. U.S., Canada, Australia, oh. New Zealand, Turkey. I don't know if you want to Jamaica, list them all. Six Jamaica, down, Mexico, South Africa, U.K., Brazil, Germany, Denmark, Russia, are some of the ones in the last uh, thirteen days. Not bad, not bad. Oh, so, anyways, long story short, <laughs> my name is Ted Sovan. He's Wacy Anderson. You've probably been listening to the show already if you've made it this far. So thank you for that. Hope that uh, hope that you've enjoyed our. Our little visit between Wacy and I last night. Uh, we did the first part of the show on in the truck ride on the way home. After we made uh, it across the border. Yeah, after. Yeah, we had to wait till we got back on Canadian soil. No offense to any of our American friends, but we were a little nervous getting back to Canada. You know, it's kind of funny how it is. I shouldn't say nervous. We weren't nervous, but sometimes I've had a tougher time getting back into Canada than I have had getting into America. It was so late at night, just didn't want to have a hassle, right? Yeah. yeah, we were already. It was already. It was like 10 p.m. when we landed at the border. It's pretty yeah. late. It was late so enough. and we had uh we had 
what two stops to make before before Storm and I got home. So we had to pick up the pups and had to drop off a bunch of Corb stuff, and then uh, drop me off. And Wacy drove himself because I was sleeping in the back seat in my little backyard back seat nest <laughs> back there. Yeah, that, we were thinking about that though, Wacy. That was the longest. That was probably one of the longest drives. Oh I've yeah, been a part of in my lifetime. Like to Hands do it down. that way. Like on the way down, we did it pretty reasonably. We did like did over six three days, eight hours a day. Yeah, yeah. Which was and this okay. time we did it two hours and then seventeen hours. Yeah, that was back. nice. And it was over a seventeen-hour drive over a nineteen-hour span because we so got think, we left at seven a.m. Got home at got home at uh at two a.m. So yeah, almost yeah. over nineteen hours. Yeah, that was a big day. That's oh. the lo- like the longest drive I've ever made rodeo, and I think it was like twelve or thirteen hours. So that mm-hmm. beat it, hands down. Yeah, and this was this was yesterday was nineteen or in one shot. Was a big one. I don't know how many times I gotta go find the receipt and see how many times I filled up the truck because it was a lot. Yeah, it's it probably seemed like a lot more because it was over one a period of one day rather than a couple of days. Where yeah, true. But I filled up. What did I feel up, man? I just talking about this big drive. So filled up uh, the the one place it, that we got the Carl's Jr. Before pro before pro. Oh yeah, that. No, I mean um, that before. I don't know wherever that was. So one there, then mm-hmm. one at. Provo nine, oh, that was St. George. St. George. Okay. So yeah, we filled up St. George, uh, somewhere by like Provo. So that was 9.50 a.m. Then three hours later, we filled up again because I was going freaking fast. I was going freaking fast through uh, through uh, Idaho. Through Utah and Idaho. So that's uh, three. Then the fourth one was what? Was it Dylan? Uh, no, yeah. it was before Dylan. It was before Dylan at that little place where I got the pep and ched. Okay, I forget where that was now. It was just before Dell, Montana. Oh, so you guys filled up while I was sleeping? No, you filled up the truck. And then I went you to were sleep. In the truck. Yeah, was that's when I started driving. Oh boy, when you had your first nap. It's getting a little black, black. And then we there. did. Then we oh, did. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So that was three yesterday. Then, then four Butte. was Butte. Yeah. And then we did uh, Great Falls. Helena. No, Helena. Helena and Shelby. That's six times. And and uh, Nanton seven. We fueled up the truck seven times yesterday. Nineteen hours. Well, six six times and one time on Sunday night. Holy that, shit! That that being said, though, it was a lot of times. Like, There's a few times we topped it up from like a half. Or, yeah, not much. That's true. It? Yeah, that's and wild. Fish. We also filled up the DEF about seventeen times too. Oh, that more than the DEF God, that filter sucked. thing is fucked up. Me off so much. <laughs> <laughs> so the trucks, needless to say, the truck's going to the shop tomorrow to get that oh. shit fixed. And it was so cold, like the last fill up in Nanton. It was so cold last night. I was just miserable filling up that damn truck. Where was your jacket? They were packed away. I didn't. I didn't pack. I I kind of forgot that we're in the middle of winter after being in Vegas <laughs> for thirteen days. <laughs> when I was packing up my shit, I put all my jackets in my garment bag with some stuff and. That was not a bold move. I mean, all I had was a little jean jacket and a hoodie, and it was not a good combo. Bit of a bit of a rookie mistake on the way back from Las Vegas. Yeah, warm yeah. Clump, warm climate to cold climate. Yeah, exactly. Oh but it yeah, is pretty nice today. It's only it's hovering around zero. So yeah, not bad. It is not bad. And uh, glad to be home. Slept in our own beds last night. Uh, I don't. I, I got a lot done this morning. Then I petered out, and I feel like poopy again today. But um, back to the tasks at hand. <laughs> the uh, NFR went well, like we talked about. And you know what? One other thing I forgot to talk about was that I got to golf a couple times. Got to golf with uh, with BJ Prince uh, from over in Ontario. 
Sylvan Bourgeois and mm-hmm. uh, Dale Yergin. Dale runs the IPRA too. Sylvan mm-hmm. uh, helps us out on our Cowish It Out uh, out east as well. And we do. Uh, um, yeah, see, it helps he out with St. Pete too. Yeah, St. Right? C- yeah, and, and Montana Silversmiths too. So we got a whole. Whole, we had a whole, whole really fun day there. Garrett, um, or sorry, Dale Yergin is Garrett Yergin's dad, and Garrett was the PRC announcer of the year. And like talked about last night, Garrett didn't get to announce the NFR yet, so I'd hope that he'd get to go do that at some point soon. Um, yeah, and you think that the announcer of the year, or the music director of the year, or the entertainer of the year, like all that kind of thing, you think they'd the entertainer of the year got to work the finals, but I don't think that's. I don't know that's how a, that works. That, that's that might be the only one. That might be the only one that gets to do it. Yeah, that'll be something to talk about at some point. But yeah, I got to golf with them. Then I got to golf with Travis Galay and mm-hmm. uh, a couple of his buddies the one day at Bears Best Golf Course. I talked to Shane Hanchi about it the night before, and he's like, man, that's such a cool golf course. You got to like click the little button, and Jack Nicholas tells you about the, about the holes and where they're at. So there's like golf holes from all over North America at this on this course. It was super neat. That was a lot of fun. And then we got home, and we saw that Bryson DeChambeau was there as, like uh, two days after we were there. It was kind of neat to see Must be pretty nice. some of those pro guys are there. Then I got to go to the Montana Silver Golf Tournament, or not the Montana. I got to go on the to the Prairie Hall of Fame Golf Tournament with the people from Montana Silversmith, Alvin Wagner, um, and then uh, JD Adams and uh, another guy who worked for Yesco. We had a lot. We had a ton of fun though. I really enjoyed getting to do that this year. That was the first time I'd really done that during the NFR. It's sweet. You can get some rounds golf in December. Bit of bit of a different trip, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man, I really enjoyed those. Uh, our team was uh, nine under as a best ball team. And we didn't weren't even close to uh really? to winning. There I saw a story in like a golf digest about the top like the, these people saying that they had uh that they only shot a forty eight uh, in the uh in the tournament, which is like total bullshit because they said they got a hole in one and they got this and that and you know, like that <laughs> they did that, but then then uh um <laughs> but then in this tournament I was in, I don't know what won it. But third place was like a fifty-two, so you know there might have been some shit going on. Yeah, there's, it's, there's, you gotta, there's gotta think there's got a lot of shenanigans that go on in those four men. Oh scrap. man, I know how much shenanigans there is with my teams, so I could imagine like I'm not that good, but if you're kind of good and you had a team like that, you could get into yeah. some major shenanigans. And a lot of and some people, some people like really like to win, so they'll probably do whatever that takes to get the get yeah. The there were yeah. buckles on the lines. People wanted to get top three. And we thought we did, we did not bad, like minus nine. Like at the Cowboy Sports Med Tournament, minus nine would be not bad. But it was also a different format. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's fun. It's fun That's to do anyways. That was fun. I was I, one, one thing I forgot to mention last night was uh, went for like one of the best dinners I've had in a long time while we were there. Oh, that's right. You said you got some got the uh, ramen. We went to Mama Fuku. Mama Fuku. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's a restaurant by a uh, guy David Chang is the guy's name, and he's uh, like a really popular chef. Has a really cool Netflix show. Does that episode... the only that? the only place that I remember being to is PF Chang's, but that must be a different person. Something I think it's different. <laughs> it's a little different. Yeah. Well, there's like PF Chang's and there's like yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's any relationship on that. I wonder. Side. On that side of the coin, um, I wonder. But he has, he has a Netflix show um, where he kind of goes to like cities and like goes with celebrities and like checks out the food scenes. There's one really cool episode with Seth Rogen that Jen showed me. It's really? Watch, yeah, it's cool. To check out. They just like just go around Vancouver smoking weed and eating a bunch of good food. <laughs> sweet. Fun. Um, anyways, <laughs> I like had their ramen and some like some like bao buns, and it was sweet because it was kind of like a uh, unconventional thing to do during the NFR. I think there was like 
like Jen and I were both wearing hats and there's like one other cowboy hat in the whole restaurant while we were there. It was really cool. And the food was outstanding. It was the best meal I had all week, like hands down. I needed that to bring me back to life the last, the latter half of the NFR. So that's one moment I forgot to mention yesterday. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Good times, man. Good, yeah, good trip. Good uh, what else do we have on that side of things? Um, do we, do we want to talk to Rocker Steiner? Oh yeah. We didn't thing? do that. We didn't do that. We didn't talk about some of the fines, but yeah. Uh, what would I say on the fine side? I, it, I was surprised. Just, I do got to say I was surprised at how many people came to bat for Rocker. Like it was like I saw some from like Kendra Santos. Dude, there was a that like took over social media for a long, like for like yeah. a few days, a good few days. Like, and yeah, everybody what, came, everybody came to about. bat for him. It was wild. I didn't yeah. like. I didn't. I didn't realize the. Um, I guess I don't know if I would say the backing or the like, people on the on the rodeo side of things that really like, hugely backed him. I was. I just, what was I your what was that. your analysis of that situation? Well, I, when I saw when I saw the video that said when when he was saying, "What the fuck do you want from me?" I was like, "Ooh, that's a tough look." Mm-hmm. And I think I said that on Twitter. I was like, "That's that's tough. Like, how do you how are you a judge? And like, you can't you see it on national TV and you like you're yeah. getting yelled at by this guy. Like, how do you do? And it's his first time there. Like, I know that he wants to win, and I respect that. Uh, and I've 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 yelled at judges before and you know, had issues when I was riding because we're competitors. We get fired up. And I remember it in Thorsby one time when I was at a high school rodeo, I got bucked off the bull and I kicked the hole in the fence and every, all the moms and everybody were mad at like mad at me. And I was, <laughs> they were embarrassed for me and, and I was embarrassed too, but like, you know, like on Taraka's defense and, and, uh, you know, like he's a competitor, he's going to be fired mm-hmm. up. He's going to be pissed off. Like that's, that's part of it. And it's tough to, control emotions when we're in a battle like that like you know when you're riding a bull and risking your life and then <laughs> you don't even think about that part of it but then you're mm-hmm. thinking about winning right like so people that really want to win there, there's emotion there and and sometimes it comes out in ways that are you know maybe not reflective to the old guard of the sport but it's not like we're gonna we want to encourage that sort of behavior no but, of course you not. Know, what what's one of the reasons people like jb mooney because he smokes darts and you know and rides throws his bull. bull rope and rides rank bulls and you know he has emotion he he shows his character pain, yeah. mm-hmm. so we don't want to limit the character of the athletes because that's who's going to sell the tickets people aren't coming to watch there's not many people coming to watch the bucking stock or the roping calves or the mm-hmm. roping horses they're here there to watch the people and what they do mm-hmm. so i i I think it was tough. It was really tough, like that they caught him. The unfortunate <laughs> circumstance too of the camera being on him and they them airing that specific thing too, like yeah, like that, that's like that's a producer or somebody not really maybe knowing, and then yeah, the other side of that is that they don't have the like, and this is no disrespect to anybody on the on the on the crew, but I think they lost some of the uh, people that were part of the ESPN broadcast and like those national like the CBS like the the main network, so. There's definitely a hierarchy in the production personnel and camera people across the world. Mm-hmm. So that might have been a part of it. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know what to say that way. It just, yeah, shit happens and it, it's, mm-hmm. it's a tough go. But, you know, it's not he's like he's the only the first like professional competitor to, to no. be upset with refing or no. whatever you uh, see in other sports and hockey, football, basketball, like he's the, they're human and like you said they show emotions and they want to win and it, i think that just shows like the type of competitive i don't think there's 100%. any towards anybody on that i think it's just no 
his competitive nature showing through and how, how truly bad he wants to wants to win. So, yeah. But you look at a guy like, I think there was a quote from Casey field somewhere and he said like, well, there's two identical bareback rides and they both should be marked 84. But if you're a judge and one guy's only been, only ever been nice to you, there's probably something in the back of that guy's mind <laughs> to know. An unfortunate well, circumstance in its own, its own right too. Yeah. So, so I, I, yeah, I mean, it's, he's a competitor and, that's 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 what it is right like we're we all get fired up sometimes so i don't i don't have a problem with it i, I thought it was i more so thought it was kind of funny i was like oh this kid's first time here he's gonna get his ass fined so hard for that yeah. but it's funny and, and it would be the cost like, pardon that he's probably, he probably doesn't really care that's the cool thing about rocker like he never lets any of that kind of noise outside noise get to him he kind of just does his walks to the beat of his own drum and does his own thing which is impressive i thought one of the funniest things was when uh cowboy Cerrone was at Dale Brisby's booth and they're doing a stand where he throws, <laughs> throws a guy through the through a table and Rocker's like, I can't afford any more fines. I gotta That's go. Fun. That was pretty good. I wonder yeah. what the, his final tally was at the end of the week. And I wonder oh, what some of the other ones were. I remember seeing a thing on Facebook too. Cody Ole was talking about uh, all the fines he got and he was like just fucking with the PRCA. He put it like a cinch sticker on yeah, to compete yeah. and then go back and then they wouldn't be able to find it because he ripped it off. And like it was he was just messing with people. I do oh. got to say one of the greasiest ones though is the PRCA, um, yeah, the PRCA patch getting yeah, people getting fined a thousand dollars for oh. not having a PRCA patch on their clothes or hat or whatever the hell. What a joke! <laughs> yeah, not a, I'm not a fan of that one. No. Um, silly. And then the one of the crazier ones too was how they find one of the calf ropers that was breaking in the calves after the rodeo. <laughs> for drinking somebody, a calf. <laughs> yeah, somebody explained that to me. They're like, well, they can't not run at them. Need to break them in, but I was like, Yeah, but that guy doesn't make any fucking money to come out here to do this, and you're gonna fine him as yeah. part of the rule book. Like, fuck off, that's kind of insane. But they they want to keep the competition at a certain level, like I guess maybe, but that one was kind of fucked up. Know, but you look at some of those those sheets that were put out, it's just like some of the stuff just seemed like they're fining just for the sake of finding folks. Yeah, is- finding a clown for wearing an American hat patch in the arena, like just nobody yeah. fucking thinks give it, of that. Give stuff. It a, like, come yeah, on. give it a rest, yeah. Uh, there, I bet you their fine revenue would be like a hundred grand. Like ten contestants show up, checks get taken away with fines. Fines, yeah, exactly. At least, right? Exactly. Oh, it's a good crazy. money grab. It, yeah. and I, I would, I would hope that those people that do that job to find the fines aren't like. I would hope that they're not like, don't have a goal of like, yeah, you got to hand out ten thousand dollars in fines tonight to pay for your guys's. It's like it's your, like when. Uh, <laughs> It's like when they set up speed traps and stuff at the end of each month to get their quota for and yeah, like for giving out well, speeding tickets. I think we talked about, <laughs> about one time and Joe Frost got fined for yelling at Boyd Paul Hamus in the stands. I think oh, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah, and it's all PRCA stuff, so it's like literally, it's literally part of the like he couldn't even ride again, which I don't know if he even has since hardly. Like you retired, he kinda, yeah, or he, he went retired. to the PBR side of things. He said, "Fuck you guys." Yeah, maybe another like Cody Teal kind of scenario. He rode in the PRCA for a long time. I remember he's saying sometimes there's like a reason why he never went back. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's some bullshit on the fine side of it. But I wonder, I wonder with how much backing Rocker has, with you know like the, the Tom Murray's and the and the Tough Edemans and the you know Kendra Santos, you like those people. Story- that, you wonder if, how much weight there would be to it. Did you see the story of uh, Rocker Steiner Spurs? Yeah, from Tom right Murray. Yeah, like that was way cool. That was super neat. That was one of the cool, a cool like tidbit that came through on the week. That was pretty neat. It was really cool. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to find all oh, crossfire calls. I'm trying to find the uh, the team roping journal because uh, Chelsea Toy talked about how she talked about how she was going to post a story about the NFR and all the fines, mm-hmm. and she would do them each year. And then the PRCA wanted to like wanted everybody to send uh, wanted to send wanted wanted everybody to send like the send in their stories like every night. Yeah. Apparently, I don't know what they're thinking about, but uh, she's like, I wonder what they're going to think when I send them my fine, my story about the fines. Yeah, exactly. I wonder what I wonder what it'd be. I'm trying mm-hmm. to find this thing right now, but what else you got, Waze? Oh, man, I think that's a pretty much a wrap on the NFR stuff. We've hit kind of every base we can there. I suppose, eh? Now we're into quick, the next season. Now we're into the next season. It's already going down. There's a There's a WCRA rodeo. This weekend in the in Fort Worth, which is exciting. You guys are going to Cabo. That's exciting. Yeah, they're going to go go down there. We got that booked, so that's the plan. Yeah, yeah. No, it was the NFR it was good, man. The the NFR was sweet. It was good to see the Canadian content, the contestants do good. Um, we had a lot of fun. Had a lot of fun meeting everybody. Just to put a, a cherry on top of that content we covered, I guess. Pretty good. I don't see anything about the fines. I wish that I could find it. It's a funny one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. I guess. Uh, what else? It's like pretty much ready for the next. Uh, the next year. Yeah, yeah. We got one more show this week. Uh, we were supposed to. We were trying to get a, a certain world champion on the show, and <laughs> he's probably in the same boot as us and just, just pretty wiped out. So yeah, Vegas. Vegas got us all down. Pretty wiped out, but we have an idea for the next show. We didn't. We didn't. I didn't set this up right to do it today, but. Uh, well, we have an yeah. idea we're going to throw at you for the next show. Our year-end wrap-up show. Yeah, for the year-end wrap-ups. And we will and we'll uh, we will have a guest back next time. So hopefully... <laughs> thanks uh, for being with us. Thanks for staying with us, folks. Uh, we've got a couple more things we want to get to, though, is the the, uh, the markout rule came up again. And I posed it to the... We had that show. And I think, like, it was even somebody that was a time event person that, uh, that said it was goofy. They just don't like it. Is, it's way. a goofy deal, man. Because yeah. a lot of those ones, like... So a lot of them people got missed out at the finals that I saw. Like it, it was like within like inches or like could have went either way in my opinion. Yeah, I think that rule's over. Yeah, it's, this sucks because like it's it seems like it unnecessarily robs guys of good you know rides. one. I I've got to say too, I don't remember the last time I saw a bareback rider get missed out. I wonder if they just kind of silently like stopped doing that one. I think it's I think it's a lot harder for a bareback rider to miss a horse out with the way they start. They kind of have to, okay. back and it's more natural for their legs to be to go out. And, and I beat. think it would look weird if they didn't have them marked up because that's yeah, how they ride. You gotta be riding in the D's, right? But I haven't I haven't heard of a bareback rider getting missed on quite a while now that I can think of it. What yeah, if they just kinda if they've internally kind of scrapped it too? Just yeah, like don't they don't know. call it now, I wonder. Hopefully they just scrap it all in all in general, because I think it's a silly rule. I'm with you. I'm do with you. Did they have to keep it in Calgary? I can't remember. No, it's gone in Calgary. Yeah. Okay. I can't it remember. Be a ground rule per, per event. Okay. Same okay. thing with the title. The title and roping rules Calgary has because Houston is adapting some of them too. Yeah, that's no, good. Yeah. What uh, what do you what do you got, Lace? This is your birthday show. Birthday. Your birthday is like less than eight hours away. What are you gonna do when you're thirty? Yeah. What's your first? Going to the birthday? office in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> going. That's going back work. to work. Going back to work. Back to reality. I haven't been to the office for two weeks, and I go in there. 
Um, then we're going for supper at Ricardo's. It's like a Jamaican place. Oh, really? On Seventeenth Avenue. But they have a, they have a, a th- they so there's a so Calgary does the same downtown. It's called Miracle on First Street, where a lot of the bars um buy into like a Christmas theme. So they yeah. kind of convert for the holiday season into Christmas theme places. And Ricardo's does one called Surf and Santa. So it's oh, that's cool. Christmas theme. They have like it's pretty cool. I've been there a long time ago now, but generally wants to go. And I I'm down. I like Christmas whimsy, so I'm down with it. So we're gonna go there for supper. Then we're gonna hit the Flames versus Canucks That'd for my cool. annual birthday game. That'll be cool. And then probably go to bed because I'm still trying to catch up from sleep for Vegas. <laughs> the uh, what? And then when... we also oh we're coming to Ranchman's too on Thursday. We got lots. Oh of yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Anybody in the yeah. area? We're doing a doing a promo <laughs> with uh, with Ranchman's. That's right on Thursday night. We're ju- we're we're uh, Cowboy shit is judging the mechanical bull riding competition, and then there, there's a winner both on both the men's and ladies' side. I think I'm there's kinda... three win- there, there's three winners I think. Oh, three. Okay, well, yeah, I'm... they give out they give out, like there's like three must be three categories. I, I don't I can't remember all the details off the top of my head, but they're giving away like an, a thousand dollars to three different people. I'm pretty sure it's two, but we, we both could be wrong. Well, I read I read right, a they're giving out some money. money. So if you think you're a good mechanical bull rider, come down and mm-hmm. you'll only have to compete with Boise and I because we're uh, we're the judges, so we might. We do t- uh, have we to ride as well. We do, t- we do take bribes. Yeah, we can be bribed. But yeah, we're going to go check that out. Wait, see, I haven't been to the Ranchman since it's been reopened. Have you? Yeah, we went for the, the Stampede. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Really, okay. And I think it was in June. It looks like it's a little less dingy in there now. Is that, um, I say that? When we? Is yeah, it still pretty we, dusty. There's a little less, when, little less dusty, or no? Yeah, when we went, like, there's not as much memorabilia in there, which is kind of sad. Like, that was one of the cool oh. parts of the Ranchman's back in the day. It was also um, very dusty. Very dusty, yes, but it was it was it was okay. It seemed like it hadn't changed. Still, kind of the same atmosphere in there. Yeah. We didn't really like state a party, it was, and it was kind of a different setting than I'd been there in the past. So, okay. it was interesting to be there. Um, so, by different setting, you mean you weren't hammer drunk? Yeah, you I were was, less. Yeah, I wasn't there. Yeah, I was, yeah, I wasn't there. Party. Yeah, I wasn't there. Wasn't there a party? <laughs> we were there. We were there hanging out, had a few drinks. And you we weren't there to home. find anybody to two step with, and try no, and. I uh, already had my two step partner there. Get with to know me, them. Get, you were I did some to... line dance. I did some line dancing though. I remember seeing that video actually. That was pretty pretty decent. Yeah. I went. I was gone somewhere. I don't know where it was. Probably you're Pinocchio, rodeoing, I think, or you're doing something. But Pinocchio, yeah, or it, Grand Prairie, or who knows? It seems like the folks there are, are making an effort to make it a a a, a go to destination in Calgary now. So I forget the. It is a bit of a destination. It's a ways away from a lot of stuff, but <laughs> destination is a good word from it. It's with hard how with how big uh, Calgary is. It's tough to. Uh, I mean, that's that's more inner inside the city now than some than some places when you get down to yeah. the, the dirty Seatons and crest and uh yeah mckenzie town uh, whatever the hell mckenzie towns of the world yeah exactly so no that'll be super fun though yeah we'll be there it's i like guess it starts at 10 p.m oh that's pretty that's past my bedtime i think i don't think it's that late is it i think it's, I think nine, it's nine, nine nine to 10, 11 yeah. nine to something 11 like something like that yeah okay it's in the evening okay so that'll be a fun time remember the crowd the crowd at ranchers was kind of a little older at times too like during stampede it was like kind of like it was, it was a lot of fun. I like I, I have a lot of memories from that place. A lot of a lot of good times. Yeah, me too. Ranchman. That's a good spot. So it'll be fun to get back there and have some fun. So yeah, if you're in the area, come check us out Thursday night. Yeah, Thursday, bull riding. Thursday night live, which is Thursday, December 15th. So check them out on the socials. Check probably gotta check our socials too. We probably yeah, we'll do. be putting some stuff out here in the next day or two. Um, on that. Information. So yeah, we do. I think Christina's come I think we do us. have some stuff. So I'll I'll, I'll double check on it again. Come yeah. and see us. Yeah. So what else? probably almost sufficient i I think so 
Uh, oh, hey, I had a question for you, AC. Oh, okay. How old were you when you realized when you uh figured out Santa wasn't real? Ooh, I would say like ten or eleven. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm gonna I just, guess I was more like seven or eight, but I forget. I think it was. I think it was like ten or I think it was like probably nine or ten or eleven, maybe. My parents were older, like older. When I don't know what, what is that. A, is that too old to be believing in Santa still? <laughs> I don't know, man. What, so like, I'm thinking like five year five year old is like kindergarten. Six is grade one. Seven's grade two. Eight's grade three. Nine's grade four. Like as far as the ages go, like grade man, five. You're twelve years old. Elementary school. Seven. Yeah, that's about on on track, yeah, right? Is that on track? I'm not good at Isn't is it? it on track? Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Because grade six is when I started steer riding, I think, like when I was twelve. Yeah, Sometimes, I'd say right? like okay, if you're going to my school, right? like probably like, like you weren't still a steer rider school. and thought fucking Christmas was Santa was no. real, no, right? No, 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 no. no. I'm, <laughs> like I'm saying, I think I'm like grade grade breakdown is probably more suspicious, like grade four, grade five, probably. <laughs> so when you're like eight or nine, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I'll bleed in Santa, man. Figure off. I love Christmas. Oh, uh, hey, I'm not trying to crap on your Christmas. I'm just wondering. I just had the thought. I'm like, it's almost Christmas. What, what's Wacy's experience with Christmas? With what's the Santa? worst Christmas gift you've ever got? Or the, the one that you've like, or one that you like really, really wanted that it ended up being a dud that you like didn't really oh, like. After you got I don't it. remember now, man. I don't remember. I don't remember. I mean, like back in the day, I was, you know, we're, we're probably close to the same. We're, we are pretty close to the same age. I'm only a couple years older than you. But the like Christmas and birthdays when I was a kid, the biggest things were like getting like a Game Boy. Like I was a big Game Boy and big Tetris guy back when I was a kid. Like Not the original, yeah, the original first Game Boy. Um, and so that was my like my original like the best toys mm-hmm. that I remember getting. And then there was like, I remember having like being like really young, probably like four or something, four or five. Like one of my first memories, I had one of those electric cars. Like the my mom worked at the GM dealership. Power wheels. Yeah, the Power Wheels. Yeah, yeah we're driving the shit out of one of those yeah. things. Yeah, those our sick. basement. Our basement wasn't finished, so I'd drive it around in the basement. And then we got older, and our friends would come over and they'd push us around. And the drywall in the basement that wasn't finished was just totally demolished from that car ripping around downstairs. So oh, yeah. we'd rip it around because you could make a full loop around the basement because it wasn't nothing was finished. Yeah, and just like the drywall is just mashed all to is so wrecked. So that was, <laughs> I remember that car. And what else do I remember? I'm starting to get one of those for my nephew. When he's old enough to drive. Really, nephew? Those things are, were expensive then, and probably really expensive now. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? I don't know. I don't. I don't remember anything. <laughs> what is, that, is that a ghost? <laughs> is that a ghost? There's a ghost in the house. Is that a ghost in the background? <laughs> um, man, and I guess for me with Santa, it was pretty early on. Like I think I was like, yeah, like probably seven or eight or something. Yeah, it's just kind of like a real, like a realization. You always got that parents. one kid in your class that school just ruins it for everybody. That little prick. Well, I don't think I, I don't remember being that kid, but I also remember that I wasn't. I wasn't. No, I, even, like, I don't think I was even over four feet tall until grade four. Like I was really. really yeah, small. I'm not saying that was you ruined it, but there's always like, a kid in the class who's like, "Oh yeah, but Santa's not real," and then just ruins Christmas for everybody. Uh, but my parents were pretty real about it. They're like, "What do you guys want for Christmas?" Well, this, you know, and then there was different times where we'd go like out Christmas shopping. And somebody mm-hmm. be buying something for somebody else, and one parent would be distracting the one kid, and they're like, "What do you want?" They're like, "We're at the toy store," and they're like, "What would you like? What would you like?" It's like it's so, like a bullfighter distracting. Yeah, the bull, the bull but then fighter. the other side of it though was that my parents were like, you know, like I said, they were they were older when they had us, so they were also like just kind of 
I don't know. There, there weren't much for just buying random shit. They would rather just tell us like, Hey, what do you guys want? We'll just, you know, let's just do that for Christmas so you can get what you want. Kind of yeah. thing. Right. Like it was, it was more, and it was more, I want to say more practical at times too. So that's probably why I've been, it's probably why Christmas has been ruined for me lately because I just <laughs> buy myself shit that I want. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. even say it's ruined, but it's just like, I don't know. I'm, I'm tough with the gifts. Cause it's, cause you want to be like, you spend a lot of money. You want to be something that fits for people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Have, you ever, have you ever had a gift that you've given to somebody that was a, was a bust? Like you didn't think it was going to be a bust, but it kind of turned out to be a bust. A gift that I've given to somebody. Yeah. Like, have you like given to somebody, then you see it like at a pawn shop, like the next week or something, or, or are you, they're like, are they after they, after you give it to them, they're like, yeah, Hey, do you have like the gift receipt for this? I wonder if I can take it back. Or like, I wonder you had a bus. Well, I, a I, have, I, have one kind of, I have one that's kind of sad. I got yeah. <laughs> my I, like an ex girlfriend. It's like six, six or seven years ago. I got her a custom belt made, and then she broke up with me the next day. Oh no! And that's expensive. <laughs> it was like a two hundred fifty dollar custom belt. What, did she try <laughs> and give it back to you? What's that? Did she? Tr- didn't she try to give it back? back to me? And I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna do with this? It has like your initials on it. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> keep the damn thing jesus leave me alone you know it'd be savage if you just <laughs> you just took it back and wore it <laughs> oh. <laughs> and everyone would be like dude what's what's that what is up with those initials on on that belt and you're like uh don't worry about it man <laughs> <laughs> none your business dude <laughs> yeah no it was uh yeah that was like yeah, that's probably the biggest dad I've ever that's ever happened. <laughs> Just custom <laughs> belt next day. Didn't wasn't oh, wasn't there something funny that went on with that? Didn't they try and sell it on Facebook with like the oh, initials I or I don't know. Or weren't you trying to maybe that was Eddie just fucking with you at one point saying like Yeah, no, no. Oh boy. I don't think so. That's funny as hell. Yeah, when that happened, I like just had I like went for the hills. <laughs> oh boy. A, yeah, that oh, was a boy. bad go. A tough go for me. Oh man. Well, I guess uh thanks again everybody for listening pre uh post NFR. Thanks for being here. We got uh we had a lot of fun in Vegas. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for seeing us. Uh thanks to the uh, American and Canadian border people for letting us to and from America. Mm-hmm. Um thanks to the roads for not crashing us on the way back. Mm-hmm. Thanks to the safe drivers out there. Uh thanks to Sean Morton for putting up with this show and the bullshit involved. Just getting through it. Thanks everybody for sticking with us this long we appreciate you and Mm -hmm. uh yeah here's to here's to the next one man we'll be back with another full episode of cowboy shit on the usual scheduled program time every other wednesday i guess it'll be the the, about the 28th of december next so uh see you then for the year-end wrap-up appreciate everybody thanks for listening won't you give me